Hi, and welcome to my Master Making Money with Your Marketing podcast. My name is Nicole Diedrich, and I am the owner of Diedrich Marketing Strategies. And I'm so excited that you're here to learn about how to make more money from your marketing. This is a topic that I talk a lot about with my clients uh, and those who are interested in growing businesses. And it's a topic that we forget about often, about how important marketing is to really scaling our businesses monetarily wise. So if you're here, you're ready to learn more about marketing and how it can make you more money. And I can't wait to have you listen. See you on the other side. Hello, hello, and thank you for listening today. I wanted to do a podcast on how marketing and sales are kind of, they're so intertwined, obviously, without one or the other, you don't have a business, right? Without marketing, you can't have sales. And without sales, you can't have marketing because if you're selling something, but you're not marketing it, how are you supposed to get, you know, anybody to buy anything? So I think this is something that a lot of people get stuck on. And I'm actually trying really hard now to to do some more corporate pitches. So if you are in corporate looking to either start your own business, have a side hustle, et cetera, this will really resonate with you guys. And if you have a business, of course, this will resonate because a lot of you guys are really good at one or the other. It's very hard to be good at marketing and sales together, right? Some of us love the sales process of our businesses, especially for service providers. And some of us really love the marketing of our businesses, right? If you're an e-commerce business owner, you're like, I love making my stuff. I love filming it. I love taking pictures of it. I love the process and I can share that process easily. But putting myself in front of the camera or putting myself in front of sales and pushing that feels uncomfortable. It feels slimy, all of these things. So today we're going to talk a little bit about how you can make marketing support your sales better and how you can make yourself love sales more so that it's easier to market your items, right, and sell them. But back to kind of the corporate thing I was saying, a lot of businesses, whether they are multi-million, multi-billion, a lot of them started their businesses from cold sale, like cold selling, right? A lot of those big brands would knock on doors, and that's how they got their sales when they first started in the 70s, 80s, 90s, right? Nowadays, sales come a lot more from actual marketing, right? Because people are now smarter. They don't like people knocking on their doors. They feel like that's an invasion of privacy. So we've had to shift, right, how we sell in our businesses. And this shift has caused a lot of people to either put too much emphasis on either marketing or sales. And so now we're trying to co-mingle because they are actually very much alike There's just a couple of different things. So depending on what type of business you have, right, sales is going to be more important or there's going to be a higher need for it than marketing. If you're an e-commerce business owner, it is very easy to sell with your marketing without you having to be the closer, right, or somebody else to have to be the closer, like your ads, right? That's kind of your sales, but that's still marketing. And the thing here is, and why I love this conversation, because all of us have different opinions about it. And there isn't really a, this is fact, right? We just know now that they're very commingled and a lot of things are. For me, this is a really great example. I talk about this with one of my bigger clients is it's kind of like a pinball machine, right? How we market and sell 
how people even find our businesses and what we do for them, right? And a product or service is it kind of bounces off of each other. So in this pinball machine that you have, you need to make sure that you are marketing on different spaces, right? So let's say your spaces are Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, right? Let's say a person comes into your funnel, right? They're top of funnel, they're cold, they're brand new to you, and they go to all your spaces. And one of your spaces is also your website. And another one of your spaces is also your personal profiles and or your PR that you've done. So there's a lot of marketing opportunity to sell, right? Without you having to be the one who sells it. Now sales, which is why I think a lot of people either pick e-commerce or service, right? Service provider businesses, because they're either, if you're a service provider, usually you like sales more than marketing. And I say usually, right? It doesn't mean it's like your favorite thing to do, but you're good at it. And if you're an e-commerce business owner, you're usually pretty good at marketing, right? Like I said earlier. So you kind of fall into these two spaces because you know, as an e-commerce business, if you market well, it automatically sells and you don't have to do the pitching, right? You don't have to close the sales. And as a service provider, you're like, if I'm good at sales, I can close and I don't have to market every single day for the stuff that I do. The thing I want us to really kind of understand today is how we can make this work for you, right? And your businesses and how to grow each of these things. So for those of you who are service providers, and let's say you're struggling with sales right now because, and this obviously goes to everyone with the business, because right now people are holding things closer to their purse straps, right? They're like, okay, my purse is kind of a little bit more on lockdown because I have to be more aware of what I'm spending my money on. I may be following my budget a little bit more honestly now, just because, you know, things are getting expensive. I don't know if you guys noticed, probably have, but they have. And that doesn't mean, though, that people aren't spending good money. They're still buying. They're just being a little bit more, this is the right thing for me. So when that comes into play, that means that we have to market and we have to sell better. But how do we do that, right? A lot of us as business owners are afraid to invest in ourselves and our skills, right, for our business. So if you're an e-commerce business owner and right now sales are harder, right, or they take longer, you're like, Nicole, I need my cash flow up. What's going to be the best thing for me to invest in? Right now, that would be advertising of some sort, right? Making sure that you're getting in front of your perfect people and advertising your products to them in a space where they're like, oh my gosh, this looks great. I'm going to find more about this business. Oh yes, this is what I need right now. I'm going to buy it. If you're a service provider, what should you be investing in right now? It should be your sales skills, 100% your sales skills, because anybody who markets well or has a strong service, right? And has strong reputation, has great reviews. That's your marketing. People can believe that. But what's going to make them close, you know, a $3,500 a month service? That's what I have for done for you, right? What is the reason that they need your service? You need to understand that. You need to be confident in that. You need to have the proof, the receipts, the numbers. You need to say, investing in me is going to get you X right? What is that X? What are they struggling with? Is it more money? Is it, hey, I have anxiety and ADHD and I really need help with controlling this because I literally can't do my daily life. Like what is the reason that they should say yes to you? And the whole purpose of me saying this is if you're not confident in your sales, right? In closing, or maybe your closing rates are not 50 plus percent when you're getting people on calls and that's high. Okay. I get it. But for me, I'm at 
Oh, let's see. I'm at about a 50% close rate within the first week of somebody getting on an actual consultation call with me. And that's for any of my offers that range from 47 bucks a month to, you know, almost 12 grand. So the offers definitely range. And then I'm close to about 80% close rate within six months of that call. And yes, that is a big number. That's great. And like six months can be a long time, right? Depending on where your business is at. You know, we have employees, we have very high bills. But the thing that I want you guys to realize is when you are good at that ability, you don't have to talk to as many people. And what this also allows you to do is it allows you to bring in the right people. So there are tons of sales consultants, sales coaches out there who are phenomenal at what they do. Now, the biggest thing I want you guys to do when it comes to investing in yourself and investing in your business is please do the research and please be self-aware enough to understand that you still have a lot of culpability in the things that you are putting your money and investing in, right? If you're investing in an advertiser, like let's say myself for your e-commerce business, you need to make sure that person, one, knows what they're doing, but also you want to partner with them, right? You can't stop doing your organic marketing stuff. You cannot stop doing your email. You cannot stop continuing to come up with strategies for your business that are going to help you sell more. It is somebody that you want as a partner and you have to still be, you know, 100, 100 into that partnership, right? For success to grow and scale. And the same thing is for sales training, right? If you're a service writer and you know that's something that you can you know, up and continue to increase like me too, right? I'm, I'm still doing that work. I'm still reaching out to people who have these sales skills and learning. That's something I'm investing in because it's important to me, but I do it a little differently. I really focus on the relationship aspect of it instead of the closing sales, because, you know, I have that 80% close rate within six months. Reason being is the people who come to me already know their next step is some sort of marketing or advertising support, right? It's either because they are completely overwhelmed and know they cannot do it well by themselves, or they're creating a business that is scaling like crazy, and they know the next step to help them kind of take a step out of their business is advertising. So for those of you who are like, okay, Nicole, I know sales is the next thing, or I know advertising is the next thing for me. Here's how to know which one or which person is going to be the right person for you. Each of you guys have different triggers. Each of you guys have different things you're good at and bad at. I want you guys to write down a list within your market. Like, let's create a paper, right? We have marketing on one side and we have sales on the other. Write down, and it's going to be like a pros and cons list. Write down all the things you're good at within those spaces, right? Within marketing and within sales. And then write down all the things you are bad at within those spaces, right? Write them down. And then the last thing you want to do is, which of the things in these spaces would you love to hand off to an expert, right? Or would you love to get help with, right? In that sales space, that's usually help, not hand off. But same thing, you could always hire someone to help you with sales. But within these three different tiers that you guys are writing down, one, you need to be completely honest with yourself because the biggest thing about scaling a business is you need somebody who's better than you at these things, right? And that's a really hard thing to let go of because most of us business owners have some sort of ego and pride in what we're doing, which is important, right, for us to continue to grow. But we also have to let go of some of that control, some of that ego, and understand that bringing in the best people for you or the best coaches, whatever that is, is what's going to get your business to the next level. Understanding that you do not have to do all of this by yourself 
is going to get you to the next level. So if you feel in a plateau, and I would say the middle of January is where I literally broke down. If you guys have listened to my podcast, you've heard that podcast that was talking about the events that went down. And in that moment, I had to go inward and I had to say, okay, why am I holding myself back? Why am I sabotaging myself? Why am I believing that, you know, right now with the economy, people don't value ads or they don't value marketing support? And what can I do to change that, right? Because there's a lot of things we can't control in our businesses from customers buying from us and clients buying from us. But we can control our marketing messaging and we can control our sales techniques, right? So what I did was I said, hey, I'm telling myself this story that people aren't going to buy what I do. <laughs> Even though I, me and my team are amazing at it, I have tons of skills, I'm a great partner for their business and growing brands to multi-million dollars now with our marketing and ad support. But I was telling myself this story because I was feeling bad for myself, right? I was in this pity mindset, all this bad shit was happening. I was just freaking upset. And that's okay, right? We have those moments. But when I stripped down the whole cause of that, I had to remind myself that I have to take ownership of my business too. And I have to take ownership of my messaging and of my sales techniques. And at that moment, I wasn't selling the best, right? I wasn't saying this is why this is going to take you to the next level. I was kind of in the space of, I want my clients to know, which it is true, right? I want everyone who's coming on my consultation calls to be like, yes, this is the next level for me. This is what's going to do it. But everyone needs convincing, right? Investing is hard. It's a lot of money, especially investing in ads. It's scary. It's different. It's a stretch, right? It's going to make you uncomfortable. And I have to make sure that I am, you know, that person that is helping my clients see that, right? And see the next step and know that, hey, if it doesn't fucking work, it doesn't work and I'm not going to trap you in a contract. And hey, if it does work, here's the opportunities we have and here's how to scale. Here's all these strategies that we're going to do and how we're going to support you. But that's on me, right? That's not on them. They're not going to know that. So as a business owner, we always have to remember that with our messaging, right? There is a stigma for me out in the world that ads and marketing should be the first thing you cut when, you know, budget is tight. And the reason that's there is because people don't know the importance of it, right? They don't see how much time goes into that. So what do I need to do with my messaging? I need to make sure to show that, right? How much time goes into marketing and advertising, what it actually does for your business in the long run, and why it shouldn't be the first thing you cut when bills get tight, right? And that's on me to show that to my people because it's just something that's ingrained. It's just something they see. A lot of us as business owners say, well, I just will do it my fucking self because that's easier. When in reality, it's not. Us working 16 hours a day all of the time is not healthy. It's not good for our businesses. The scalability of that is literally impossible. And the likelihood of burnout is about 100%. So for us and for me, right? as a marketing strategist, as an ad strategist, I need to make sure that message is going to them for that reason, right? I need to make sure that you guys understand getting help and investing in that. Yes, this is it a stretch, but is it going to be worth it in the long time? Are you going to make more money? Yes, right? And how do I show that? From referrals, from actually like case studies, which is something we're working a lot on here at DMS. But for you guys, that's where you also have to look at your messaging as well. If sales are slow right now, why? Is there a stigma out there for your product that it's not something people need? 
And this could really go to those of you who are like boutique owners or maybe skincare, estheticians, right? Hairstylists, like there's a lot of things that people immediately cut, especially women, because they're like, oh no, like I shouldn't be doing these nice things for me when my budget is tight. But no, what's the messaging, right, in our marketing that we can actually shift that and change that to where the people see that their investment is in themselves and how important that is to feel good, right? I definitely, I'm self-diagnosing myself, but I definitely have like seasonal depression disorder because when it is dark all of the time, I totally pull back on doing things for myself, you know, getting my eyelashes done, getting my nails done, all of these things that I should not be doing, right, should not be pulling away from. And I think it's really essential to to know that about yourself. So this next year, I'm not going to stop those things, right? That made me get into this rut and feel, you know, pity for all the things that were happening when I didn't have to do that to myself. And so for you guys, when it comes to your messaging, right, what are the stigmas out there for your products or services? And how can you change that around? Your messaging is something you can control. No, we can't control the economy. We can't control making it like our customers buying from us immediately, right? The things we can are our messaging and our sales skills. So I really want you guys to think of both of those as equally important in your business, right? Because if you know how to sell and you know how to market, your business is going to grow no matter what type of economy there is, right? We just have to pivot. It's something that, I mean, a lot of people say that word is overused, but come on, friends, um, I'm always gonna use the word pivot for the rest of my life. And pivoting and understanding that a lot of this work as business owners happens within us. And I completely understand as a service provider that when I'm investing in other people, right, like employees, like there's a lot of trust, a lot of stretching, a lot of uncomfortability in that. But you also have to understand, like, I do have partial control over this, right? I get to support this person I'm bringing on to my team to be the best possible team member, right, when I bring on employees when I bring on other coaches or I'm investing in programs, right? I get to have a big part of that. So I want you guys to understand that, yes, there's a lot of giving up control as you scale and grow. There's also a lot of culpability, right? Where you get to be involved in this and you get to have a say and you get to partner with these people you bring onto your team and into your business because that's what they're there for, right? There are so many people who invest in things and since I have a tier, right, we have the lounge, that's our lowest offer at 47 bucks a month. There are so many people that get into these things, right, and pay money on subscriptions, all this stuff, and don't do the work. And then are wondering why they're not seeing the growth. And honestly, we have to look at ourselves and we have to be brutally honest. Are we doing the work? Are we investing? You know, are we, even if it's 47 bucks a month compared to 3,500 bucks a month, what's going to make you do the damn work? That's what you should be investing in, right? Um, and I tell people this all the time, it's not about the money. It's about the energetic feeling of, is this making sense? Am I going to do the freaking work, right? That's what you should be investing in. Is this person going to take me to the next level? Is this person going to help me to get to the next level? And again, a lot of it isn't, is this person going to do the work for me? It's no, is this person going to help me and partner with me to get my business to the next level? Because no offense. There's never going to be a time where you guys don't have to be involved in your business and growing it, right? One, because that's just not a thing. Even if you look at the, you know, the billionaires, the Amazons, the Jeff Bezos, right? They all were very much involved in their business and still are and still have to be. 
So it's something that I want you guys to remember, even though I don't want a business like that. If you do, hey, more to you. But it's something that built a business for your freaking self. Like I have let go of so much resentment to myself, to my business, to like my future goals that I thought were, you know, this is what I need, right? I need this. We don't need anything. Like there's so much power in giving yourself more grace and saying, I don't need to fucking do that. What I need right now is to be happy. What I need right now is to help my people and serve and know that I'm covering my employees' bills, right? And my bills. Like, I will always find a way to do that. You will always find a way to do that. And sometimes we need that extra stretch, right? We need that extra investment to get us to kick our asses in gear. It's just the truth of the matter. And I think for me, it's something that does allow me to get up and say, hey, no, there are two more people out there this month. Let's say I'm recording this in February of 2023. There are two more ideal clients ready for me to find them, ready for me to say, hey, this is what you need for your business right now. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be your partner. There are two more of those people out there. I know that. I'm going to close them before the end of February. And when I do, I'll do a podcast on it. But that's something that we just, we have to be our own heroes, right? So we have to give ourselves grace. We have to be willing to give up control and some of our ego. And we have to be able to like breathe. Like I feel so good because I've been having these conversations with myself. And don't get me wrong, self-doubt, self-pity, being mad at myself. As you guys heard earlier, I've done that all, right? January was not the best month for me. But I am feeling so much relief knowing that I don't have to do that. I was talking to my husband because one of my biggest goals is to make DMS a seven-figure business, and, and we'll get there. But I've only been in business three and a half years, you guys, and we're on track to hit over half a million this year. We'll probably be close to our goal of 600, but that's fucking amazing, right? Like, that's amazing. I'm 27 years old. I just turned 27 years old, and this is what I'm building, and I berate myself so much for not being closer to my goals, right? And the goal is just fucking money. We can make money any day of the week, right? I could go out on the street right now and sell my freaking notebooks. I could do whatever, right? We can make money. That is not an issue. And so something I really want to focus on is breathe. If all that, like, I just want to do this right now, right? I got eight more minutes before this recording. We'll have to stop. But if you're on this and you're listening and you've gone this far, let's do some breathing real quick. And I want you guys to just to know how this feels. Okay. So if you can. If you're driving, don't put your hands on your stomach. But if you can, right, put your hands on your stomach. And I really want you guys to deep breathe. So breathe from your diaphragm. I learned how to do this because some of you guys may know this, but I was professionally trained in singing until the age of 18, 19 ish. But, anyways, put your hands on your stomach right now. Take a deep breath in through your mouth, right? Okay, and hold it for five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. And then breathe out your nose. One, two, three, four, five. This is what I've been doing. It has been so relaxing, so calming, and honestly really life-changing because in those moments of me breathing, I'm reminding myself I'm okay. My needs that I need right now are being 100% met. And then I thank God, really, I really do. Like the universe, all of the things, I focus on what I'm grateful for, and that has helped me so much the past month, a couple of weeks, honestly, 
to kind of recenter myself and understand that it's not all about all of these money goals and, you know, yes, I want to help as many people as I possibly can in my business, but also being so grateful for what I've built, right? How I've built it. So for those of you guys who are feeling maybe the strains of the economy or you don't know what's next, what's next is your marketing messaging and your sales skills. Those are the things we can control, right? And also just giving yourself some freaking grace. It's okay. It's okay if you don't hit those goals. Nothing, nothing bad's going to happen if you don't hit those goals, okay? You're still going to be just fine. And you're going to move on and you're going to be happy and you're going to be sad and all of these things are going to happen, but you're going to be okay. And telling myself that has really been game changer, guys. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay if that person does not sign. I'm going to be okay if what I'm doing with my marketing does not work. I'm going to be okay if my mastermind hot seat coaching ad program I'm launching in April doesn't go off, right? I'm going to be okay. And you're going to be okay too. So hopefully as I go into my pep talk, right? Like my, my preachiness of this podcast, hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully the marketing and sales insight and understanding that it is very much intertwined. You can't have one without the other. And focusing on that and focusing on the things you can't control and focusing on, on stretching and being uncomfortable. That's how we get to the next place, you guys. I tell myself that all the time. When I'm feeling uncomfortable, that means I'm growing. And I just appreciate all of you guys so, so much. I know we're growing on here like crazy, but I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you diving into this business ownership journey or wanting to dive into this. It is one of the best things I have ever freaking done. It is also one of the hardest. So just know with the great good comes the great bad, but it is so worth it. And I'm here to help you guys. If you guys ever need help, remember, I do have one-on-one hour-long strategy calls for 333. We go through your marketing. I ask you all these questions before you pay to get on this call. We have our lounge membership that's 47 bucks a month. Steal of a deal has all the things you can imagine if you're an e-commerce business within it. And of course, I'm here for you for done for you. If you're a service provider and you need a marketing strategist in your business, $2,500 a month, that's me. If you guys need done for you advertising or you want to learn how to do it, that's us. We can help you. You have so much opportunity right now to really, really grow. And remember, recessions are what make the most millionaires. So use your time wisely, right? Invest in listening to things like this. Hopefully they really help you get to that next level. But yeah, your time is, is really the most valuable. So I'll let you guys go. Thank you so much for listening. And I will chat with you soon. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I know taking the time out of your day is you know, hard at times as a business owner or if you're building a business, so I really do appreciate it. And I hope that it was super insightful. Again, if you have any questions or really love this podcast episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you can stay updated on all of our new releases. And again, if you're looking to find us, just search Diedrich Marketing Strategies because that's where we're at on all of the social channels. I look forward to having you listening to our next episode. And thank you again so much for being here. Bye.